Hi there, I'm Randy Heckman. Welcome to the Grand Awakening Podcast. Folks, our desire is that we can incline the heart of our Sovereign Lord to pour out His Spirit in power, reviving His Church here in West Michigan, but also in our state and our nation, and then leading to a great spiritual awakening all for His glory. But for that to happen, it's just critical that first we listen to what God is saying to us and that we quickly and cheerfully respond to his instructions in humble obedience. Well, it is my pleasure to introduce a gentleman who I've known for a number of years. I consider him a a brother in Christ and a good friend. It's Pastor Moses Alexander. Welcome to the podcast today, Moses. Well, Randy, it's good to be here, and I'm absolutely grateful for our relationship and friendship, and uh, um, just thanks for having an opportunity to speak. Oh, thank you. Well, let me tell you a little bit more about Moses. Al- I love your name, by the way. That's, that's awesome. That, that's a real keeper. But he's the pastor of Acts. Cos- I'll start over again. He's the pastor of Acts Gospel Outreach Ministry, which is located in the northwest quadrant of Grand Rapids. He's been in ministry for 37 years, 25 of which he served as a pastor. He and his dear wife, Diane, have been married for 49 years, and God has blessed that marriage with five wonderful children and now six precious grandchildren. Moses feels called by the Lord to reach out to those who are not saved with with the life-giving gospel of Jesus Christ. And he also has a heart to reach out in love to those who are homeless, addicted to drugs, or ensnared by other debilitating habits or lifestyles. Again, thanks again for taking a few minutes to be with me this morning, Moses. Yes, sir. And I wonder if, if you wouldn't mind just giving us this a little background of how did you come to faith in Christ, and then how did you get called into, into ministry? Just a little bit about you. Yeah, well, uh, I've been in ministry for a minute. And uh, how I got here was through pain and suffering. Wow. I, I didn't just come into ministry because I thought it was a good idea. I was sort of forced, forced into it because of the lifestyle I chose. And uh, God delivered me from drugs and alcohol and wow. all the foolish things of the world. And once he did that, I felt uh, obligated to go back and let someone else know there's a door out and you don't have to live here uh, if you choose to come out. And so uh, me and my wife started Acts Gospel Ministries with the intent and purpose to reach uh, the drug addict, the alcoholic, and uh, the homeless person, the prostitute. We, we started ministry with that purpose and intent. And then to be able to um, feed people, uh, because we know, especially now in, the, in this time of pandemic, uh, there's a huge need out there for uh, uh, someone to step up and we felt necessary being from that area of homelessness and and, and all that that I spoke of, uh, we felt compelled to start uh, the ministry of Acts Gospel. Mm. So you've been doing that then for 25 years? Exactly, exactly. Wow, that is amazing. Well, thank you for your faithfulness. And I know because uh, I've been at your church a few times uh, uh, with different gatherings. We had a, a men's prayer gathering on a Saturday morning. I was there most recently, but also been there at lunchtime when you are 
showing love to law enforcement people. How did that get going? How, how did that get started? Well, that got started when we had that massive uh, protest demonstration downtown, mm. I believe, two years ago. Yes. And then we felt compelled being an African-American. We didn't want to um, look like that. Would, and, and I think that's a huge issue um, uh, when we take a side. We didn't want to take a side in this effort. Uh, and so we thought that because of everything that police and firefighters and all of those do, that we should show some type of appreciation. And myself and Larry Martin, uh, we came together. And Larry Martin's a white guy that's been a friend to me for, oh God, since I've been in Grand Rapids over 25 years. And we got together and said, what could we do to let these uh, the, the officers and all those first responders know that there's a place even in the inner city for them. And so that was the startup for uh, first responders appreciation. And we still do that right now to this day. We're looking to start again on May 18th and invite police officers, firefighters, first responders to come out and have a lunch with us at Axcos. Oh, that is, that's so touching and, and so good. As you know, my, my background is in law enforcement uh, as a prosecutor and as a judge. And uh, so, I mean, being a law enforcement officer in our day is just very challenging, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's a job that I wouldn't want um, because that's not my calling. But, you know, the things that they get up to and go willingly for uh, is absolutely amazing to me. And I, and I just think that, uh, all support that could be given should be, and that helps us in decision making. Yeah. So just just continuing, I mean, you've had this this ministry where you reach out uh, to the homeless and the hurting. That that's got to be tiring um, and and exhausting after a while. How, what what keeps you going, uh, Moses? I, I, I'm just grateful for all that God has done for me. Oh. And I'm excited that he get, did not get tired and uh, dealing with myself. You know, he always had a response and he was always loving and it was always kind and kid. So we use that as our um, backdrop for why we do it. And is it tiring? Absolutely. And anytime you deal with people, it's tiresome, yep. you know, because it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's taxing. And so, but we decided that, you know, that's what God said to do, regardless of how we feel. Uh, we try to look at the bigger picture um, as to uh, what results we're looking for. And that is just to be a blessing. Uh, and uh, and thank God for so many people that come alongside and help here and help there. That makes a huge difference. Mm. Have you seen God move in the lives of people in the years that you've been in ministry? Have you seen Jesus change lives like he changed yours? Oh, Yes. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm, 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 I'm thinking of, of just a couple people, and it's more. Uh, a, a lady and her husband came in 1998, and they were living in sin, drug addicts, and, you know, all of that. And they came to the church, and we began to uh, believe God with them. And as a result, they now, well, the husband has gone on to be with the Lord, and the wife is still here. But they had came from uh, 
drug addiction, alcoholism, and, and to owning their own property, starting a business, and just being uh, who God called. All he needed was an opportunity. And uh, God provided that through us. And, and they are able to be business owners right now, as she is. And uh, she's also gifted in writing plays and, and different things. Uh, and, and so we've seen that. And then we also do housing for women and children. Mm. Uh, we've seen women come in without husbands and just relied on God and was able to stand on their own and, 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 and get employment and take care of their families. Mm. And uh, a few of them are married now, living productive lives. So we, you know, we see uh the grace of god being afforded to people uh just by their commitment to him yes oh that's so good i mean that that's just i mean there's so many reasons why we can believe that jesus is the real thing i mean yesterday was easter and we celebrated his coming to life and it's not just you know in our minds yeah that was a nice thought you know but that he really came back to life again, and he's living today. He's sitting on the throne in heaven, and he's ruling. He's King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and and uh, so I mean, there, there's been some amazing people. Um, you know, Lee Strobel it would be one of those recently yes. that you know that yes. was an atheist and and yes. looked at the facts, and he says, "No, yeah. Jesus is real. He's alive. The resurrection yeah. happened." But the other evidence is just what you're talking about, is that when lives that have been totally out of control, um, when Christ comes into their life and they begin to grow in him, they get healing in their life. They begin, again, is it easy? No. Is it perfect? No. But it, it moves in the direction where where healing is broad. And, and you, you get to see that on, on pretty much a regular basis, don't you? Amen. And I also want to add some of the children from those broken homes and displaced persons have yes. went on to, to, to finish college. Wow. Going on to do, I'm talking master's degree, working in finances and fashion and in different areas, making a difference, and then <clears throat> volunteer into the different places so that the next person will be able to have the opportunity. Wow. And, and you know, the it's not talked about so much in the media, but it should be is the incredible correlation on the other side between children that are raised with single parents without a father, the correlation between that and drug, drug abuse, alcohol, suicide, lack of educational attainment, um, crime. In fact, as a juvenile court judge, I'd say 90% of the kids I saw that had broken the law did not have a father living with them. And so there's an incredible correlation there. I'm, I'm sure you see that in, in your neighborhood. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it makes a 100% different if the father's in the home. Mm. Because um, I, I just believe the Bible that uh, the father is uh, the standard setter. Uh, where the examples are followed, you know, uh, work and mm. commitment and faithfulness. And that is not demonstrated. And if they're not uh, attached to uh, 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 family members, organization, where that happens, we will often uh, see that play out in the streets with 
conviction, um, gunshot, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think it's detrimental yeah. that the father should be in the home, and if not, uh, the uh, opportunities for failure are extremely high. Is there anything we in the church can do to encourage fathers to, to be what Scripture asks? He says, fathers don't provoke your children to anger, but raise them in the fear and discipline of the Lord. I mean, it's a role we have uh, as fathers. And again, nobody does it perfectly, but we've got, to, we've got to move in and we've got to do our best to be an example to our children and to train them and to discipline them when they need that discipline in love. And uh, what, what do you think? What, is there anything we can be doing? Certainly we need to be praying about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to be an example. You're preaching about it, I'm sure, but what else? Uh, uh, be available uh, to not just talk a difference, but a lot of people are looking for the demonstration of the church as opposed to, what we say and mm. what we, you know, and how we say it. They're looking for somebody to come alongside of them uh, to, you know, cause we, we, we say we love uh, that family, but we're nowhere Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And we show up on Sunday and we preach at people. I do that uh, and tell them how important it is, you know, and, and I'm available as much as I could be. But I think when, once people see, you know, the saying that, once people see that we care, uh, they'll have an open ear uh, mm. for the change that we suggest should come into them. Oh, that's really good. That's really good. Well, you know, here in the Grand Rapids area, we recently had a, a very tragic thing happen. Uh, and again, the facts and the, 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 the all the situation is still being figured out by the police and the prosecutor and so on. But we had a, a very tragic a killing. It was a, a, a traffic stop by a white police officer on a black uh, motorist. And it ended up uh, where the, there was a killing. Uh, the, the police officer removed his gun. And, and from what we understand, he took the life of, of that motorist when they were on the ground. And uh, again, tragic. We don't know all the specifics. And again, again, someone that's been involved in law and law enforcement, you, you got to know the whole set of facts before you arrive at the final conclusion. But we've really been praying that that there won't be the, the sort of craziness that we saw a couple of years ago of, of uh, demonstrations and destruction and injury and so on. And God's been answering those prayers. But uh what what where are you on all this? How, how how are you handling this, and how are people responding to this from your perspective? Well, in the African American community where I'm predominantly at, yes, um, you know, first we want to. I had an opportunity to meet the new chief, and want to say what a great job he's doing so far and the transparency that he is allowing yes. Yes. Uh, community to be involved in. So I just want to give a big shout out uh, to the chief, our new chief. But where, uh, two years ago, I don't believe we had that transparency between government and people. And I think that was the result of the massive demonstrations and mm. you know all the stuff, and, 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 and that's never acceptable when we start destroying property um, 
you know, and, 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 but people, when they not being heard, somehow they'll find a way to be heard. Um, and so what the community that I'm involved in that is looking at the tragedy of, you know, I'll say a simple um, traffic stop probably should have never escalated and probably wouldn't if everybody would have got in place from the go, you know, okay, mm-hmm. you, you, you obey the command of the officer and, you know, we could start de-escalating. That didn't ha- happen. And at the same time, my personal opinion, do not believe that the end result that came should have never, should have never come. Mm-hmm. And so well, my place is to pray for justice. My place is to pray for the family of the deceased and of the police officer. I think that's so appropriate. Yes. And for certainly our community and and for the new chief of police, he's only been on the job for just a short period of time, but Mm -hmm. I'm very impressed too with his transparency and and humility. And I think that that's very important for our our area. Yeah. It's, It's really good. Yeah. Exactly. Well, moving on a more positive note, you know that our ministry is about revival, spiritual awakening, and uh, we so desperately need that. I mean, our nation's just, our country, yes. you know, is just really in turmoil. And, uh, and the only answer is for God, just like in individual lives, mm-hmm. that's true for churches, that's true for communities, that's true for a nation. We need God returning to, mm-hmm. to being really our, 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 our leader. Exactly. The ultimate leader. And yeah. uh, and we've been praying to her then. I know you join us in that prayer. What Do you have any sense of optimism about that we're moving that way? Or, or where, where are you on that at this time, Moses? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, as a believer, um, you know, I'm as positive as I can be. And <laughs> I believe God in his imminent return. And I, I do see a shift in, 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 in towards revival the fullness. I see that shift and I believe it's because of prayer. I'm very optimistic uh, that God is going to hear the cry of the prayers of the righteous. The Bible says he will. And I believe if we keep plugging away and if we keep going forward mm-hmm. and be consistent, persistent, I believe God will show up and change the heart of men. And that's the change that's only going to come through the spirit of the living God in prayer that'll make this nation do it in about face and recognize that one nation is under God. I love it. Oh, thank you for that. Anything else you want to add um, about, you know, your ministry or about your hope for the future or anything else you'd like to address to our listeners and watchers? Yes. I, I, I just believe that um, the, 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 the unity of the body of Christ, uh, I, I believe if, if we would achieve that and, mm. and, Holy Spirit centered as opposed to blue or red. I believe that once we put our thoughts and effort into uh, coming together and resolve um, the issues that we have, I think this world would be a better place. But I believe the church is the leader, the forerunner, and making a difference in the land. Also, I believe that. Um, for brothers like you, we'll take a time out and, you know, and like you say, you come by our church and you take time out as busy as you are. I think that's what the body needs 
to see uh, so that we don't be on one side or the other, that we'll be in the middle and we'll be able to affect both sides. Uh-huh. But ministry, uh, the, the ministry is going along and we do a grab and go every Tuesday and Thursday because I think it's important that we keep contact with our community. I, I have my fingers on the pulse of our community and it's through what we do, not what we say. And I believe once we uh, start being the church and start acting like you know, the world, I believe we'll be able to have a greater impact in our homes, in our city, in our churches, and in our nation. I love that's it. What I uh, well, I am just so proud of you to be your brother and so thankful for you. Uh, love you, man. Uh, you just, you are open hearted, uh, enthusiastic, uh, wholehearted man of God. And I, I'm, I'm so grateful for you. Why don't you close us in prayer, would you? Yes, sir. Uh, Father God, we thank you for your loving kindness that you have demonstrated to us. I pray, God, that we would have that transparency and demonstration to our in our homes, in our communities, mm-hmm. to the uh, ministries that we are committed to. And then, God, help us to be um, open-minded mm-hmm. to your move, not to uh, our move, but open-minded to your move, and then be responsive as um, revival for the nation as Randy heads up and, and just faithfully committed to seeing a change no matter what. And I, God, thank you for our relationship. I thank you for his family. And then, God, I thank you for the opportunity to participate in what you're doing in the earth realm and you're mm-hmm. allowing us to do it. We thank you, God, for every good thing you've done. And we pray that we would be men after your heart so yes. that you would get the glory and the honor and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Moses, for being with us. Thank you for your heart. And uh, may God just do what what you just prayed. Bring revival and bring it soon in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, brother. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to grandawakening.org. That's grandawakening.org. 